Whether you are in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity. Shoreline's system is straightforward. They will understand your financial circumstances, identify goals, analyze current plans, and customize a path to position you to reach your goals. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. ShorelineWealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA. SIPC. Welcome to your financial wake-up call for Monday, February 13th, 2023. I'm Vin Ebenu bringing you into the fold for Dave Crossin's financial wake-up call with you, the listener. There it Shore- is, buddy. From Shoreline Wealth Management there it is. to your financial minds at home. Well, thank you, thank you. And I appreciate this opportunity each week to have this conversation. Sure. And the beauty about this that I'm finding is after we do a podcast, I get a lot of good feedback where people reach out to me and say, hey, David, I like that topic, but maybe a little bit more clarity in this direction or that direction. And I listen. You know, the idea behind the podcast is I want to put out a conversation, if you will, or content that is one of those or are opportunities, if you will, to put information out there. It's not a pounding of the desk. You must do this. You must do that. It's general information. But I always want people to have one to two solid takeaways from the podcast. So then you're asking, well, David, what is today's topic and it's a very important topic. Tell us. It is something that, well, when we speak about rollovers, it's not something that's typically discussed in detail. And it needs to be. This is very, very important. Mm. So we've had previous discussions about rollovers from, a say, a 401k where do you leave the 401k where it is? Do you consolidate? Assuming a 401k that maybe you've left a company, do you consolidate it? with a company that you're going to, should you transfer it to a traditional IRA? But there's one particular aspect of a 401k that's very, very important and something that you may qualify for. And that's where in the actual 401k that you have is invested in company stock. So let's say, Vin, you work for a company and you're making contributions into the company stock within the 401k. Now it's a situation where, you know, does it make sense at some point to transfer and do a rollover to say a traditional IRA? Maybe there's some more options available that you want to get into, different mutual funds, stock options, or, you know, go into different stocks or ETFs or whatever the investment choice may be. This is important because there can possibly be a tax advantage for not, I repeat, not rolling over a 401k that has company stock Mm. in it. And I'm going to explain why. And, And let me just say this, very, very important. I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant. So this is a conversation you should have with that individual. Let me lay out a situation for you. All right. So let's say you have a 401k that has $200,000 worth of company stock. And let's say, Vin, of that value of $200,000, the original cost basis was $100,000, but it's appreciated over time to $200,000. I'm just using this for easy numbers. Now, 
if you were to do a rollover or say you transferred this to a traditional IRA, okay, and let's say you did distributions, any amount of that 200000 if you did a distribution once it became part of a traditional IRA, is going to be considered income for you in that given year. Okay, and the top tax bracket currently is up to 37%. If you did a, what is called a net unrealized appreciation NUA, and this is important, I'm going to get into detail. Okay. Let's say that 100,000, now it's up to 200,000. If you did a distribution utilizing this NUA or net unrealized appreciation, and again, let me explain what that is. You have your cost basis of the stock of the 100,000, and the net unrealized appreciation is the difference between that cost basis, the 100,000 I just mentioned, and the current market value of the company's stock. So if instead of doing that rollover, you did a distribution of the $200,000 of stock, assuming you qualified for this NUA net unrealized appreciation, in that tax year, you would pay the income on that 100,000 or whatever your tax bracket is, that's what you'd be taxed on, only the 100,000. So then the next question is, well, David, you said the value was 200,000. I certainly did. <laughs> so what happens is not until you sell that stock would you be taxed. And let's assume it is the 200,000 and you turned around, you did the distribution and sold it. That 200,000, again, you only were taxed on that distribution of that 100,000. And again, it would be whatever your tax bracket is. And let's say it's up to 37%. Okay. If you turned around and then sold the stock, that appreciation amount would be taxed at long-term capital gains rates at no more than 20%. So you are saving 17% of tax in that scenario, assuming you're in the 37% tax bracket, do the numbers, Vin, that's $17,000, mm. okay? Now, it doesn't mean, here's the other piece to it too, it doesn't mean once you do that distribution that you have to turn around and sell that stock, you do not. The key thing with this is number one, when you do that distribution, you are taxed on the original cost basis, which we talked about, but let's say you turn around and sold that stock right away, six months, a year, whatever it is, it doesn't matter the time frame. it's going to be considered long-term capital gains rates. And now I'm gonna go backwards and explain what does that mean? When you hold a stock, and let's say you have a gain, if you sell a stock within a one-year period or prior to one year, that's short-term capital gains rates, and that's going to be similar to it being income, it'll be whatever your tax bracket is. In this case, the example I utilized was at the 37%. It does not matter when you sell the stock after the distribution. It could be within the first year, it could be after. It's all going to be considered long-term capital gains rates at no more than 20%. Okay. Now, here's a question. Mm -hmm. What if you did this? Right. Again, the 200,000 comes out, you've got your cost basis where you'd pay the tax on it, and you hold it to a point where that $200,000 of value is now 250. That additional 50,000, that would be 
looked at as when did you do it? So let's say you did it within the first year of that distribution. Well, that would be at short-term capital gains rates or whatever your tax bracket would be. If you held it until after one year, similar to this 100,000 profit, that would also be taxed at long-term capital gains rates, which are currently no more than 20%. The reason I'm bringing this up is with everybody's situation, it's unique, it's special to you. And for a lot of reasons, it may make sense to do a rollover to a traditional IRA or maybe consolidate it with your new company's 401k. I wanted to bring this up because this is a unique situation where if you have been contributing and investing in the company's stock, there may be this tax advantage to you that you may qualify. So what do you do? Well, number one, typically what happens, Vin, when you are going to do a rollover, and let's say I reach out to the company and say, hey, I want to do a rollover to a traditional IRA, they should notify you that you have the potential of this NUA, if that's the case, if you have the company stock and the, or the employer stock and that you have this. In a lot of cases, what will happen is before you're able to accomplish the rollover or do the rollover, they typically would provide a notice that, hey, of this rollover, this employer or company stock could qualify for this special tax treatment. And usually you have to say that you are aware of it, you acknowledge it, and you move on. Now, I'm not saying in every case it, that would happen. That's why I wanted to bring this up because it's so important that you take a look at it. And like anything that you do, especially when it comes to your taxes, lean on your CPA, your accountant, and say, hey, here's what's going on. Should I do this? Now, consider this. If you go ahead and do the distribution, and one thing I did mention is when you do the distri distribution of the company stock, you're moving it from the 401k and you're moving it to a, an after-tax or non-qualified brokerage account. So in other words, it's not an IRA, it's a non-qualified brokerage account. You would pay that necessary tax or it would be reportable, I should say, in that given tax year for the 100,000 in the example we utilize. But now it's in this brokerage account and when you sell it, you would sell it through the brokerage account to either sell it right then and there or whenever you wanted to sell it. And at that point, it would trigger this NUA tax when it occurs, whether you did it right okay. after you did the distribution. But again, the appreciation that you have on it, it doesn't matter if you sell it within the first year, it automatically qualifies for the long-term capital gain rates. Only additional appreciation once it's been distributed and in the non-qualified account would um, the clock be ticking, so to speak, on the additional appreciation, assuming there is any, whether it be a short-term or long-term capital gain situation. But getting back to my point with talking to your CPA, to your accountant, doing this distribution is a taxable event. In other words, that cost basis in that given tax year is reportable. You will see that you will have to pay tax on that. So the question would be with your CPA, your account, is this a good idea? Or maybe the CPA is like, you know what? We should do it the following year or talk about a strategy on how to do it rather than do it in a year that maybe you're in a high tax bracket. The other piece to it too is when doing it, you've got to say to yourself, okay, this I have this additional income that I have to report. The stock gets distributed to your non-qualified account. Then you determine when you want to sell. If you do want to sell it at that point, that's up to you. But I wanted to bring that up because 
There's a couple pieces here that are very important. Number one, this NUA or net unrealized appreciation difference, there could be a nice tax advantage for you. On the other side of it though, it is a taxable event where if you simply just did a rollover, you're deferring any taxation until you do your distributions. And getting back to our original example, I just wanted to bring that up again. If you had decided instead of doing what we're talking about here, doing an actual distribution, and instead you did a rollover, well, there wouldn't be any tax. And when I say rollover to say a traditional IRA, there wouldn't be any tax at that time. Only when you did your distribution from that traditional IRA account, would you be taxed. And again, the example we were utilizing on that 200,000, let's say it was at that level or that price, when you went ahead to do the distribution, it would all be considered income. It all would be taxable at whatever your income bracket is, which we are currently at a max of 37%. So as I land the plane here, Vin, and end this conversation, anybody who has a 401k, they're leaving a company, they're trying to decide what to do with it, have these conversations. It's not an easy solution. It's not as if, hey, I'll just move it to a traditional IRA. Well, maybe there's going to be a problem here that you could have taken advantage of this tax treatment, or maybe it makes sense to move it to your existing plan or your new plan. Have that conversation as well with your financial advisor. Too many times people will say, hey, you leave a company, this is what you do. You do a rollover and this is why. Well, it depends on your situation. So I want to make sure by bringing this topic up, if you're in a situation where you are considering doing a rollover, that you have all the facts, that you have the conversation with your financial advisor and your CPA to make sure it makes sense for your unique situation. And then just like that, a good conversation about, should I do a rollover? Do I have company stock in this 401k? Does it make sense right. to do something like this, to take advantage of the special tax treatment if you qualify for net unrealized appreciation, the ability for that amount that would be taxed at possibly a lower rate than your current tax bracket? And there and it is. Just like that, land in the is. plane, as you sometimes yes. say. <laughs> no, there's a, you know what, Van, and I want to just make this last point. There's sure. a lot of moving pieces when you do any sort of transaction, especially with your 401k. You've worked so hard to accumulate this money, and because it hasn't been taxed, you should look at what are the best ways to do these distributions or to do a rollover to distribute later and how to handle it, how to grow your money. Yeah. But the key thing, Vin, is you are eventually going to be taxed on this money things to consider, things to look out for when you start that process. Start the process, people. Dave, uh, where, how can people go about setting up an appointment with you to discuss this or any other financial-related uh, topics as they you know, plan out their year or look forward to the years to come and you know, a lot of different financial things yeah. to consider um, in anybody's life, especially you know, with family and anything else. So how can they get in touch with you at Shoreline Wealth Management to... Uh, dive in further. I appreciate that. Vin, first of all, pick up the phone. Here we go. 732-902-7880. Or of course, you can visit us at shorelinewealth.com. We have offices in lovely Manchester and Manahawkin. There they are. Take a drive. 
down to Shoreline Wealth Management from wherever you're at and talk to Dave about anything on your financial mind. And I'll try and help put that financial mind at a little bit of ease and give you the guiding journey ahead. Thank you. Sounds I like, like that. That sounds was nice. like a, you know, I've been thinking it in my head. It sounds like a movie plot. There it is. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> now, this is fun. Dave's thank financial you, everybody, call. For, for listening to this podcast. Yeah, and, and definitely reach out to, to Dave directly at his office at Shoreline Wealth Management or to shorttimeatownscremedia.com. Let Dave know any what's ideas, on your mind. Any Ask thoughts, any questions. Topics, please let us things know. Things that you're going through that you feel other people may be having a hard time with, and then you know, we'll make it a community portion. Help there each other is. out here. Love it. Dave, thanks for that financial wake-up call as always. Appreciate it. The, we'll, have, uh, we'll have another podcast next Monday. Of course, you know where the podcasts are. 94.3 The Point, Spotify, Apple Podcast. You've already listened so far. Thanks for listening so far. Episode number six here and go back and listen to the other five any other time. Tell your family and friends another podcast on the way. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. Please consult your legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Let's face it, investment concepts and financial planning can be very intimidating and confusing. Shoreline Wealth Management addresses that feeling head on. Their goal is to educate you while offering financial advice without buzzwords and jargon. Shoreline includes you in the process and makes you comfortable every step of the way on your path to financial freedom. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. Shoreline Wealth Management with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Securities offered through LPL Financial member Fin. SIPC. Whether you're in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit shorelinewealth.com for more information and start your financial journey with comfort and security today. Shorelinewealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.